Dr. Debbie here, and just a quick announcement before we get to today's episode. Has someone shattered your trust? Have you been blindsided by betrayal? It's a total shock to the body and mind. Some of us recover, and many others stay sick, bitter, angry, resentful, and stuck. If that's you, I have a research-based solution. My new book, Trust Again, Overcoming Betrayal and Regaining Health, Confidence and Happiness is now available. In the book, I literally walk you through the five stages of betrayal all the way to transformation with all kinds of examples, stories, and activities so you heal as you're moving through the book. I've also shared my very personal story along with those who participated in my PhD study so you can see how others move through their experiences too. Of course, I'm also teaching you my four-part trust rebuilding process so you can learn to feel safe again, love again, trust again. So here's what you do. Go to the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again. That's thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again. Why? Because there's a link on that page that'll take you to Amazon, but I want you to know about it because once you get the book, come back to that page, enter your receipt, and then you get some amazing bonus gifts. Can't wait to share the book with you. And if you have friends or a group who'd benefit, get it for them too, because I'm giving tickets to a very special workshop for anyone who purchases more than five copies. ThePBTInstitute.com forward slash trust again. Okay, now on to today's episode. Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is the amazing and wonderful Dr. V, Dr. Veronique Desaunier. Dr. V is the founder of Breast Cancer Conqueror, the Seven Essentials System, and co-founder of My Breast Friend. Her signature process has empowered thousands of women in over 43 countries around the world. Dr. V has personally conquered breast cancer twice, which gives her an empathetic perspective to understand other women facing a healing journey. Dr. V is an Amazon number one bestselling author of Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, Seven Essential Steps to Beating Breast Cancer in Five Countries and in 10 Different Categories, including Oncology Nursing, Breast Cancer, Cancer Oncology, Alternative Medicine, Chemotherapy, Health, Fitness and Dieting, Women's Health and Reproductive Medicine. Dr. V has been featured in the world-renowned Truth About Cancer docuseries and TTAC live stages. She was also invited to participate in many summits and podcasts relating to health and well-being, including JJ Virgin, Wendy Myers, Wellness Mama, and so much more. If you know someone with breast cancer, if you received a scary diagnosis, or if you feel your body has betrayed you, you are going to love this episode with Dr. V. She's going to walk us through the seven essentials of healing breast cancer while helping you reduce your fear and become the healthiest version of you possible. Grab a pen and paper for this one so you can take notes because she's going to give us so many amazing nuggets. Here we go. Okay, everybody, we have my friend, Dr. V with us. And you know, this is about, we're going to be talking about a, an interesting topic today, body betrayal. And I don't know if there is anyone more qualified to talk about breast cancer and how it doesn't define you, how we can heal from it, and, and really how to not fear it. So welcome, Dr. V. 
Thank you so much, Debbie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thanks so much. So let's just get started. You know, when you talk about body betrayal, what do you mean? Well, you know, a little bit of background about me. So I'd been in the wellness industry for 23 years and I was like a wellness warrior, right? I was a chiropractor um, and I was teaching my patients about nutrition and, and, you know, emotional work and stress management and all of that and, and how it related to disease and health. And I was in the shower one day and I was you know, doing my breast self exam as I typically did because my mom had breast cancer and bam, you know, I felt this lump that changed the course of my life forever, professionally and personally. And it's like, how could somebody like me develop breast cancer? Here I was, I thought I'd done everything right, right? I was eating organic before organic was in style. I breastfed my kids. I had home births. I was under chiropractic care. I ate well. I exercised. You know, I was doing it all. And yet here I was facing a breast cancer healing journey. And so it was very, very devastating for me. I really, really felt shame and guilt and felt like my body had betrayed me because I thought I was doing everything right. Mm. And it makes perfect sense. Here you are, you're eating well, you're moving, you're, do, you know, you're doing, you're doing everything that, that we're always told, you know, are the things to do to ward off disease. Mm -hmm. So what was the reaction? How did you, what happened? I mean, you discovered that lump. What, yeah, what went on? Well, you know, I, I knew right away that um, there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to do everything outside of traditional medicine because I had seen both sides of the coin with my patients. Uh, you know, I saw those that did traditional medicine and they, most of them did not fare well. Mm -hmm. And I saw many of my patients who had all kinds of diseases, you know, like rheumatoid arthritis and cancer and MS. And when they followed the principles of natural healing, they, their bodies responded and they were able to heal because, you know, cancer, what I came to realize, like, you know, most diseases, it's just the tip of the iceberg, right? It's not the root cause. You have to look at what has allowed the cancer to develop. And that's what threw me into a lot of research, a lot of soul searching. And as I was going through that, and, and as I was on my healing journey, I, you know, I recognized that there was a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration. There was definitely some fear at times. And I thought, you know, if I'm feeling like this with 23 years of professional experience, you know, how much more so would the average person feel that way? So I had kind of a light bulb moment. I said, I need to create a system that makes it simple for women to be able to go through the process and to make sure that they're checking off all the boxes mm -hmm. and they're, they're checking all the bases and doing everything right when it comes to healing their body. And regardless if they choose traditional medicine or an evidence-based natural medicine or a combination of both, I created something called the seven essential system. And, and each of those steps, everything from nutrition to detoxification, emotional work, all of that basically helps to address the root cause of the dis-ease in the body. And so when I and I, and before you, yeah, I want to get to all of that, but, but what I find so interesting is there's such a tremendous amount of fear when we, when we get a diagnosis like that. So how did you create this while you had all that fear? How did you manage the fear part of it? 
You know, I, I love that question because my big passion and mission right now is to tell women that they do not ever need to fear breast cancer again. And I say that because once you understand what cancer is and what cancer is not, then you have so much more power over your, your healing journey and, and your, your body. Because what's the first thing we think of when we think of cancer, right? Bald head, sick, and torturous death, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we think of right away. That's the picture that's been painted for us. But it does not have to be that way. I mean, my team and I have coached women in 44 countries. We've seen hundreds of women reverse cancer and, you know, literally miracles happening. I mean, women sent home to get their affairs in order. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and now they, they have the opportunity to be able to get well again and start a new life. I mean, it's just amazing. And I know you do that. I know that I've heard the stories from some of the, the women who've gone to your events and, and it's been incredible. And I, and my mom was one of those who she was that story of that woman you just, you just mentioned. So that there is a hopeful, uh, a different way is just so empowering. So if you can walk us through some of the, walk us through the seven steps. All right. So essential number one is let food be your medicine. And, and I'm sure your audience is very much aware. There's so much information out there now on what to eat and how to support your body. I mean, obviously organic as much as possible. Um, lots of vegetables, you know, just really eating clean. And if you're confused about what to eat, what not to eat, I mean, there's everything from carnivore to vegan, right? So mm -hmm. How do you pick? Well, there's there's a test you can do called the nutrition genome, G-E-N-O-M-E, and it looks at the best foods to support your DNA and your weaknesses. So that's a good place to start. Essential number two is reduce your toxic exposure. So we live in a toxic world. There's no denying that, but we can't live in a bubble, but we do have a large measure of control over what we can do when it comes to toxicity. You can look at what you have in your environment, in your home, you know, get rid of all the toxic chemicals. And that's so easy to do now. Any grocery store now carries biodegradable organic cleaning products. Mm -hmm. Look at what you put on your skin and same thing, lots of options there. And do um, lots of detoxing because you know, even though we try to be as clean as possible, I mean, you know, the, we're surrounded by pollution. And so it's important to do things like, <clears throat> excuse me, like saunas, lots of sweating, coffee enemas, uh, you know, skin brushing, lymphatic drainage, exercise, you know, all those things to, to get your body moving. That's great. That's now, great. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Essential number three is to balance your energy. Now we are one billionth physical matter. The rest is all energy. And so how do we keep that energy balanced? Well, um, we make sure, first of all, that we get proper exercise. We move our bodies, proper sleep. You know, so many women um, suffer with insomnia and, you know, especially after a diagnosis, they're so stressed out. Uh, making sure you learn to manage your stress. Uh, also making sure that your hormones are balanced. And you know, that's a big fear when it comes to women. I mean, you know, traditional medicine has created this picture that, you know, your hormones are driving this cancer, but in reality, it's not your hormones, but it's all the chemical estrogens that we're exposed to that's driving that cancer. 
And if you have problems, you know, breaking down your hormones, then there's ways to support that and, you know, make sure that you're metabolizing or methylating your estrogens properly. Mm -hmm. And and if you could just explain methylating a little bit, because, you know, methylation, uh, I'm not sure a lot of the listeners, uh, it may be just uh, to sure. their benefit, just to explain it a little bit, a little sure. bit better. So methylation basically means breaking down or metabolizing some women. And I was one of them when I did a DNA test, I discovered that I had specific genetic weaknesses that prevented me from breaking down um, environmental chemicals, heavy metals, um, my, the estrogens, you know, my estrogen pathways were um, creating aggressive estrogens that were recirculating. And so you can discover if you have a methylation or a metabolism problem by doing a DNA test mm -hmm. and or um, doing a urine test. It will show you if you're dumping lots of aggressive estrogens in your urine. And that's, that's really where the, the detoxing can help too. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So important. Yeah. Okay. So, so far you covered um, the food, which is so important to just to eat organic and, and make some healthier choices, reducing your toxic exposure, uh, balancing your, you know, your energy and getting, now I want to go back to sleep because that's something that is so hard when we're under stress or when we've received a diagnosis or just there's, you know, any tips or strategies that, that you teach your patients in order to, to manage their stress a little bit better. And, Absolutely. And you know, when you, when you get the initial diagnosis, um, you have to recognize that first of all, it's, it's very traumatic, right? It's life changing, earth shattering, mm -hmm. and you allow yourself time to, to grieve, to really feel it. You know, you know traditional medicine is going to you know, put you on that conveyor belt and you gotta, you gotta get started right away. You know, let's do all these tests and let's start all these treatments. But the, you know, the great thing about breast cancer is that it's not life threatening, like a heart attack, right? You do have time. Um, so give yourself time to accept the diagnosis, look at your options, do your research, pray about it, meditate, you know, see your body being able to heal and see yourself on the other side as vibrantly healthy and, and happy and transformed, you know, because it's, it's not just getting rid of the lump or the bump, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to transform your whole life on, on all aspects. So just, you know, taking your time. And when it comes to sleep specifically, um, make sure your, your bedroom's a sanctuary. Get rid of all the problems that may be causing stress in your bedroom, such as EMFs. You know, don't have a computer or a router or a cell phone right by your bed. Uh, you know, get rid of all of that stuff. Make sure your room is cool and it's quiet and it's very dark. There's essential oils. There's all kinds of herbs you can take. <clears throat> and even if you get to the point where you're really having a hard time sleeping, well, there's urine tests, saliva tests mm -hmm. that you can do that will measure the chemicals in your brain to see what's out of balance. And then you can just supplement to bring that back to balance. Perfect. And I know your emotional wounds have a lot to do with it. What, how do you handle that? Yeah, that's essential number four. So that's, that's a tough one. And that was a tough one for me because, you know, we're women, we're, we're great at, at managing tasks, right? And multitasking and doing things. But when it comes to our emotions and taking care of ourselves, 
the self-nurturing, the healing that little girl who's been deeply wounded, uh, forgiving yourself, forgiving others. There's, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And that's part of the betrayal. You know, it's, it's coming to grips with your body has betrayed you in the sense that you, you feel like, why could this happen to me? Or how does this happen to me? Mm-hmm. And accepting that really, in the end, depending on your attitude, because we all have a choice, right? We can be bitter or better about it. And, and see that really it's a gift that, you know, cancer can be a message of love and it, it's, it can teach you a lot of things about yourself and your life if you allow that to happen. And just to show you how important it is to manage that stress, there is an 11-year study that was done on women with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And they found that those who had community support and learn to manage their stress properly through meditation or journaling or whatever method they chose, they had a 75% decreased risk of dying from breast cancer. 75%. And that was an 11-year study. Hmm. So you can see how powerful it is to really get a grip on your emotions. And, you know, and Debbie, you do such great work on helping people to work through all that process with the, the guilt and the betrayal and the fears. So definitely and you know, it's so interesting about what we're both saying is uh, that there's the, the, I say how there's a gift in betrayal and you're saying that there's a gift in breast cancer. And I mm-hmm. want everybody really to hear that because what, you know, it may sound odd at first, but I found betrayal to be the greatest launch pad to your next best chapter. And it sounds like what you're saying, Dr. V, is that breast cancer can offer you that same, that same gift. Absolutely. It, it, that's the same message that I, that I you know, teach my community as well. Yeah. Beautiful. So, okay. So that was the, uh, the fourth one about emotional wounds. Yeah. Keep, keep going. Okay. Essential number five is to embrace biological dentistry. So biological dentistry recognizes that your teeth are living entities and they are connected to every single organ of your body through the acupuncture meridian system. So if you have a silver filling, which is 50% mercury and very toxic, then that from a chemical point of view, that can be causing a lot of problems. A root canal, which is a dead organ, basically, always has anaerobic bacteria at the root, no matter how clean or aseptic they try to make it, it's always a toxic burden on the body and suppresses the immune system. So make sure you work with a biological dentist to clean that up, to get rid of those amalgams, to get rid of the the root canals, and to check the microbiome in your mouth to make sure that it's nice and healthy. Because gum disease, periodontal disease, that has a direct link with higher risk for breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds like a, a big process. It's really not. I remember finding this amazing holistic dentist and I had all of them removed in one day. So, you know, not something you, you really look forward to, but it's not terrible. So just something to keep in mind, just, just yeah. to, you know, be careful about your teeth. Okay. So that was number five. What's number six? Number six is repairing your body with therapeutic plants and herbs. So this is where we really get into the science and evidence-based natural medicine where everything that that we teach, everything that we recommend is based on science and how specific herbs and supplements can literally boost your immune system, 
and kill off uh, cancer cells. I mean, that's that's been shown time and time again. So very simple things. If you just make sure that your vitamin D levels are optimal, for example, mm-hmm. and that's between 80 and 100 and G per ml, not, you know, your typical oncologist or doctor is going to say, oh, it shouldn't be above 30 or 40. No, you want to be between 80 and 100. Mm-hmm. That alone can reduce your breast cancer risk by 83%. Just wow. that. Yeah, just that. This is the same vitamin D that we get from the sun? Yes, absolutely. But, you know, some people don't convert that vitamin D very well because of some genetic snips or weaknesses. And we are indoors a lot under artificial lighting and we don't spend, you know, an hour in the sun every day. And so it's very important to check your vitamin D levels all the time because that's such a a critical part of healing. And then simple things like high dose vitamin C or, you know, vitamin C IVs. And then there's things like curcumin and medicinal mushrooms and um, poly MBA. I mean, the list goes on and on and they can just, you know, they can just go to our website and look at the store and you'll get an idea of the types of supplements that have a very positive impact on reversal. And, you know, and we don't recommend just, blind protocols. I mean, you've got to make sure that you continue to work with your doctors, get your blood tests, get your scans to make sure that what you're doing is actually progressing in the right direction. And even for example, like with vitamin D, I know there's the, there's the, the, um, the liquid, you know, or the, or a capsule or something. Is there one that you recommend more than another? Well, it's, preferable to get the emulsion kind because Mm -hmm. vitamin d is well it's actually not a vitamin it's a steroid but it's a fat fatty based uh steroid Mm -hmm. and so the the vitamin d emulsion fat based is is tends to be absorbed better and get better results but make sure whenever you supplement with vitamin d that there's vitamin k with it don't Mm -hmm. just take lots of vitamin d on its own because it will pull out you know calcium from the the hard tissue and deposit it into the soft tissue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot to take in there with, with that one. Take us yeah. through the seventh. So the seventh That's one is, is really keeping a pulse on your health with very early detection, right? And so what that means is looking at things outside of traditional medicine that can monitor and you know detect cancer at a very, very early stage. So for example, Um, mammography and thermography. So, you know, I won't get into all the details about mammography, but, you know, there's been plenty of studies, 25-year Canadian study that showed on 90,000 women that, you know, mammography did not improve breast cancer mortality rate, not even by 1%. Mm. And so there's, there's other things that you can use in conjunction with mammography or, you know, or other things, but, you know, always get a second picture. So get an ultrasound if you do a mammogram. Then there's thermography. Thermography is a technology that reads the infrared heat coming off your body, and it can detect physiological changes in the breast tissue. Um, and again, it's not a standalone. Make sure you follow up with either a mammogram or ultrasound. And you know, nothing is 100% accurate, so I always encourage our patients and clients you know, get more than one picture of what's happening in your body. And then there's, there's blood work and blood tests, you know, just checking on simple inflammatory markers that can tell us if there are specific things that are highly, that are high, that means that there's lots of inflammation in the body and it may be a sign that you are producing cancer. Uh, there's another test called the IV gene, I-V-Y-G-E-N-E. 
um, you can just go to IV Gene Labs and they can tell you if you're in the green zone or the red zone as far as um, cancer. Now, you know, your traditional markers may be normal, mm-hmm. but if you do a test like this, it's much, much more sensitive and it'll tell you if there's some circulating cancer DNA in the blood. So you have years of early detection and lots more time before you end up with something the size of a golf ball versus the size of a pea. Right. Okay. So I can see I can I'm in the minds of my listeners and they're a bit overwhelmed. They're they're yes. thinking, well, these seven things and there's about a hundred things within each of those seven essentials to do. Right. What what would you suggest as this as the first place to start, just in in de- detection, early detection, and taking care of ourselves a little more? Mes- I think the the first place to start is to get your get your emotions in check. You know your just kind of learn to de-stress and then look at your food for sure. And, you know, we, we offer coaching programs because there, there is a lot to do. And the coaching program is you can do one-on-one, you can do group coaching, you can come to our retreats. Um, and it, it, we help guide you through the process because it is a lot and it, it can be overwhelming. I know because I've been there. Mm-hmm. And so we've created programs to really simplify things and to remove the overwhelm and somebody that kind of, you know, walks you through the process and makes you accountable for following through and making sure you're doing the work. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I know there are a lot of myths that go along with breast cancer. Can you walk us through a few of them? Well, yeah, we touched on one of them as far as, you know, your hormones cause cancer. It's not your hormones that are causing cancer. Um, It's, you know, it's your body's inability to break it down properly and or your overexposure to chemical estrogens in the environment. And there's so many of them, you know, pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals. So the metals in your teeth those are classified as metalloestrogens. They mimic and stimulate estrogen. Some of the chemicals you put on your skin, certain sunscreens, certain chemicals and cosmetics. So that's very easy to fix if you become aware and educated. Um, Another myth is that plant estrogens are going to increase your cancer risk. So I hear this all the time. Well, my oncologist said I shouldn't eat anything with flax or um, you know, fermented soy or any of that because it's got estrogen in it. Well, you know, I believe that our creator is, is very divine and intelligent and he wouldn't put food on this planet that would harm our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the effects of these plant estrogens, such as flax, they actually have a protective effect on the body by breaking down and getting rid of those aggressive estrogens and pra- and um, protecting the estrogen receptor sites in the breast tissue. Mm-hmm. And that makes so much sense. You know what you said, it, it, I can imagine if something is sprayed with an herbicide or pesticide, well, then that changes the game, but right. something just growing from the ground, it's, it's different. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's so much of this is really, um, I could see, you know, here's somebody, they get this diagnosis, they discover a lump, they, they get a diagnosis and there's so much fear. And so they just assume that everyone knows better than they do. And yes. that the doctor knows, you know, knows better. How do you, is there a way that, that you speak with your, your patients, clients? So, so, you know, because I, 
on one hand, they're absolutely trusting their doctor who has their best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. I get it. But there are so many other wonderful ways to, to move through this diagnosis. How how do you work with someone who's just really struggling to navigate the two? That's a great question. Um, You know, it's not for everybody. You know, some women just absolutely have a thousand percent trust and belief in traditional medicine. And that's, that's okay because that's their choice and that's what they feel comfortable with. But there's those that kind of struggle. You know, I just spoke with somebody this morning and, you know, she, she follows us on Instagram and, you know, read our blogs. And and she said, you know, there was just something in my gut that told me that I just, you know, chemotherapy just did not feel right for me. I mean, she had a lumpectomy and she had radiation, but the chemo part was just like, this just, it doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. to put this horrible poison in my body when my body's already out of balance. And so it comes down to what is right for you. And, you know, we don't make one right or wrong. I mean, sometimes traditional medicine is necessary to put out fires and, you know, if it's, if it's very aggressive, but that's, that's the key. And, and, you know, there's some women that come to us that I just want to do everything naturally, you know, absolutely nothing traditional, but then I have to remind them, you know, you've got to be balanced here. There are some things in traditional medicine that could help you if you're not progressing. So it's, you know, it's all about balance. Mm, that's, that's just some great advice. You, as we wrap up, what do you want to make sure everyone knows? I want to make sure that you understand that you're not perfect and sometimes stuff happens in our lives that push us over the edge whether it's you know financial or physical or emotional spiritual you know there's going to be some things in our life that we have a really hard time managing and that can lead to some physical manifestations in our bodies disease you know whether it's cancer or any other type of disease and and once you understand that then it gives you so much more power to be able to reverse that and take back your control because you have such a large measure of control if you're willing to take responsibility for your health and for your life and everybody who listens to the show knows I'm always talking about responsibility and how important that is and willingness because that's that's just so huge. I, I you know I always like to end things on on a positive and hopeful note. And can you just share a story or two of some people who have gone through your program who came in so afraid, uh, just feeling maybe kind of hopeless? And and what are they doing now? Yes. Um... I'll call her Susie because she wants to remain anonymous, but um, she basically had a very aggressive type of cancer, breast cancer, and it had metastasized to her skull into the orbit of her eye and, and into the sinus area. And they had done 50 rounds of proton radiation to her or her orbit. Obviously, she almost lost her sight. She had burns on her face when I met her. <clears throat> and um she, you know, she was basically sent home to die. They did one last ditch chemo treatment and they put her in a wheelchair and they said, you know, go enjoy the rest of your life. But she had remembered reading and seeing something about, you know, natural healing. And, and I think she had seen maybe the truth about cancer or something like that, where I was featured in. 
and she picked up the phone and she called she called us and you know ginger my assistant talked with her she came to one of our retreats in cancun where we go to hope for cancer every quarter to introduce them to you know to the, that facility and she i mean she made such amazing progress i mean with within 10 weeks the tumor had shrunk by you know 50 percent wow. her eyesight is coming back she's moving to florida i mean her oncologist said i i didn't think i'd ever see you again <laughs> and so she's she's beyond thrilled and she's has a whole new lease on life feels better than she's ever felt before and yeah it's just so wonderful that's so great and i know you have so many stories like that so dr v where do we go to learn more about you and the wonderful work you do yes yeah, so go to breastcancerconquer.com we have a great website lots of information free information follow us on instagram on facebook um i have a wonderful book called heal breast cancer naturally on amazon it's a number one bestseller and it's uh, it's people call it the bible for breast cancer so it gives you lots of information as well Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'll tell you, everybody, Dr. V is one of the healthiest, most vibrant, beautiful people I know. So not only has she healed, she's healed, helped heal hundreds of thousands of other people, and she's living proof that you just don't have to fear it. Thank you so much for all you shared with us today. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks for sharing my message of hope with your community. Wow. How great were those seven essentials? If you're struggling and need help to walk you through healing, I couldn't recommend Dr. V enough. Go to breastcancerconqueror.com and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. As usual, we're seeing how interconnected the body and mind are and Dr. V gave us those amazing ways to check in on different areas that are disrupting a healthy body and mind. To recap, here are the seven essentials. Let food be your medicine, reduce your toxic exposure, balance your energy, heal your emotional wounds, embrace biological dentistry, repair with therapeutic plants, very early detection with thermography, specific blood tests, and cutting-edge technology. What else can you do? Be sure to take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz at pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And of course, check out the PBT membership community. Imagine everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, emotional best. Community, support, certified coaches and practitioners you could schedule time with, daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics, curated experts teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best all online. I am so excited to welcome you. Just go to the PBT pbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.